Hey folks, you know what? A small regret is slouching in the dentist chair thinking I should have brushed and flossed better. A big health regret is listening to your doctor and thinking I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. I have that regret a lot. Better health today and when it matters most is why I take Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any fruit and vegetable or green product. Field of Greens isn't watered down extracts. Field of Greens is an organic superfood. It's whole fruits and vegetables. Each fruit and vegetable was selected by doctors to support vital body functions like heart, liver, kidneys, metabolism, and of course, your immune system. And only Field of Greens is backed by a better health promise. At your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Don't look back and say, I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. Field of Greens is a key to better health today, right now, and when it matters most. Let's get you started with 15% off and free shipping. All you got to do is visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS at checkout. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Hello, America. And welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where just two days before Christmas, we have had uh, some remarkable newsy events. Normally, this is the week that Washington cruises into the holidays. It's been anything but smooth sailing. What happened? Well, last night, President Trump pardoned 15 people, gave clemency to five others, including George Papadopoulos, one of the main figures in the Russia case, uh, two former congressmen. Duncan Hunter Jr. and uh, Doug Collins uh, of New York. Uh, all of that happened last night. And then right after that, the president released a video saying, guess what? You know that COVID-19 deal you cut? I may not sign it. What did he do? He told Congress, I want more money for the American people and less foreign aid for other countries in this bill. Fix it. So now all of Congress, all of Washington is up in arms trying to figure out, will the government shut down? Will the bill not be signed? What's going to happen? That's a pretty important development. And uh, about 20 minutes after that, I'm not making this up, the president announced he had signed an executive order allowing the special counsel, John Durham, to give grand jurors classified information to help make the criminal cases against uh, potential FBI defendants. Why is that important? That's a rare thing for a president to do. It suggests that, as I've been saying publicly, that the Durham investigation is getting closer uh, to uh, uh, finishing accountability, making decisions on charges and other um, uh, decision making, and uh, that they need to give classified information, something that the CIA or the FBI hasn't been willing to declassify. The president now gave permission for the grand jury to see that material, even in its classified form. That's a very significant development. It suggests that, as I've been saying all along, I know people are frustrated with John Durham's timetable, but sometimes making a criminal case takes longer than we think, particularly with COVID. Some tricky defendants who might be fighting behind the scenes to keep evidence from uh, the prosecutors. But I've said for some time, since this summer, I've seen an active criminal investigation, very active criminal investigation. And I think at the end of the day, John Durham and his team will uh, produce some results, provided they don't get thwarted by a new Biden administration, if that were to happen on January 20th. But all three of those things happened last night, and uh, we think it's important. Now, I've got a big Hunter Biden story out today. I'm going to get to that after the commercial break. And then after that, we're going to have an exclusive sit-down interview with Peter Navarro, the president's manufacturing and trade chief advisor. 
and the man who wrote last week's now well-read, well-distributed, Immaculate Deception Report on election irregularities. He's got some big news to break with us, including his personal belief that the Georgia Senate runoff elections scheduled for January 5th, the ones that are going to determine control of the Senate, they should be delayed by a month so that Republican concerns about election irregularities can be resolved in the state. That's a headline. You haven't heard anyone say that before. We're going to have all of that in this edition of John Solomon Reports. But first, the best thing we can do before we get started in all this other news, let's go to a commercial break and hear from our amazing sponsors, our great advertisers. They're great services. They're great products. We're so grateful for their support of this show and the justthenews.com brand. Let's hear from them. We'll come back and talk about Hunter Biden and then our exclusive interview, yes, with Peter Navarro, one of the president's most trusted advisors inside the White House. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. In a few minutes, as I mentioned, we're going to have Peter Navarro here, one of the uh, most important advisors to the president over the last four years, particularly on trade and manufacturing, the trade wars with China, the efforts to uh, get a, a more level playing field between America and the Chinese uh, a lot of that was Peter is on the front lines of, but this time we're going to be talking about something that he's just recently dabbled in. Yes, election irregularities, election integrity. Peter uh, Navarro wrote that report that had the great name last week, Immaculate Deception. And he's here to talk about why he wrote the report, what's important in it. And then he's got a provocative proposal about the Georgia Senate runoff. You do not want to miss that. But first, let's get to some reporting. Every day I like to try to give you one or two uh, enterprise stories that we do at Justin News original reporting because we think it's important. And uh, this morning I broke a story uh, that the FBI has possessed for about a year now, going back to December of 2019, uh, a series of emails purportedly between Hunter Biden and his business partner showing exactly how they scored the deal with Burisma Holdings, the Ukrainian gas company. This is in April of 2019. 14. It's the month that Joe Biden surfaces to be the new U.S. point man for U.S.-Ukraine policy. Uh, Ukraine is in a crisis. It has lost its president who fled during the Maidan revolution. A new president's coming in during the weakened state it was in. Russia uh, violated the territorial integrity of Ukraine and invaded uh, the semi-autonomous region of Crimea, which is Ukrainian territory. And in the midst of all that crisis, with Joe Biden becoming Obama's point man, Hunter Biden and his buddy, Devin Archer, were scheming, plotting, planning, uh, strategizing, maybe that's the best neutral word to use, how they're going to land a lucrative deal with uh, Burisma. And as we know, fatefully, they did so. They got on the board of directors. What these emails show is that they already knew on April 13th, 
of 2014, which is about a month before the public knew that Hunter Biden was being added to the board, that both Devin Archer and Hunter Biden were being added to the board. But they wanted something more than just board seats and what comes with the compensation with that. They wanted lucrative consulting deals, which, by the way, they got from Ukraine. And they were plotting on how to use a Joe Biden trip a week later to Ukraine. So it's a week before Joe Biden's making a surprise visit to Ukraine. Uh, to take over U.S.-Ukraine policy. And Devin Archer and Hunter Biden are concocting or or strategizing, I think is probably the better word, how they're going to land a lucrative consulting agreement. And Hunter Biden writes, we got to get this deal done before my dad shows up. Uh, he calls him my guy, obviously his father. Um, and uh, as the scheming goes on, uh, they're talking about how to bring China into this and how he hasn't gotten money from China yet, but maybe they can connect China and Ukraine and make a really big global business deal. But the important thing here is that they saw the vice president's trip to Ukraine as an opportunity to close consulting business. This is a direct quote from uh, an email purportedly from Hunter Biden. The contract should begin now, not after the upcoming visit of my guy, Hunter Biden wrote, my guy being the vice president. Um, that really shows a connectivity we previously haven't had in writing. I mean, everyone assumed that Hunter Biden was cashing in as dad, but this really shows the timing of a visit. Now, two days after they have this long discussion about how they want to get 25000 a month minimum from Burisma just for consulting, that they may lobby and do other things. Um, and it's important they make clear that the consulting business are going to be, according to Hunter Biden, completely separate from our respective deals, Ray, board participation. So they knew they were on the board, but they wanted more. They're scheming how to close down that more just before Joe Biden comes to Ukraine for his first big visit. They're talking about maybe a consulting deal that gets run through Hunter Biden's law firm, which is called Boys Schiller Flexner. We know uh, Boys Schiller Flexner got a $250,000 retainer shortly after this email. So that happened. Um, we know that Hunter Biden and Devin Archer received a, about a little over $3 million, about $3.4 million in payments to their, one of their accounts uh, for their board participation and other work. So 3.4 million in payments, 250,000 in legal consulting, pretty interesting stuff. Then two days after they have this uh, discussion over email, April 13th, two days later, April 15th, 2014, we know from Secret Service records, Devin Archer, the business partner of Hunter Biden, met directly with Vice President Joe Biden. That's a big deal. They're talking about scoring the deal. One of the guys trying to score the deal is in with the Vice President. What are the chances that Burisma came up in that conversation? I think pretty good. Then the Vice President shows up in Ukraine and gives a speech to the parliament, meets with the potential presidential candidates who might succeed the corrupt and now fled former Ukrainian President Yanukovych. Uh, the one who ultimately got uh, named, President Poroshenko, uh, does meet with Biden on the trip. Um, Biden gave a speech to the Ukrainian parliament suggesting that, hey, ramp up natural gas business in Ukraine. It's a great way to combat Russian influence in your region. And uh, right after he gives that speech, Hunter Biden forwards it to Devin Archer. And uh, Devin, Ar Devin Archer is impressed that the vice president were mentioned natural gas at a time when Hunter Biden and Devin Archer are trying to score a natural gas consulting contract. And he writes, wow, that's pretty, pretty strong um, uh, uh, reaction to it. 
Uh, we need to make sure this ragtag temporary government in the Ukraine understands the value of Burisma. All right. So they're now connecting their consulting work to the idea that Joe Biden just made comments encouraging Ukraine, go natural gas, right where Hunter Biden and Devin Archer are going to go be consultants. And then Hunter Biden writes back one of the most tantalizing lines that suggests he should take credit for the natural gas line that was in his father's speech in Ukraine, which clearly benefited Burisma. Any expansion of natural gas, Burisma would be a beneficiary of as one of the largest natural gas companies. And Hunter Biden writes back, you should send send it to Vadim, makes it look like we are adding value. So what he's saying is take this portion of the speech, where Joe Biden just talked about natural gas, said it to Vadim. Vadim is Vadim Pazarsky. He was one of the senior executives who worked at Burisma and managed Hunter Biden and Devin Archer's work there. He wants Burisma to think that he and Devin got the vice president to mention natural gas in his speech. This is the sort of smoking gun proof that people have been waiting for, that the FBI we now know has possessed for a year on the hard drive that uh, John Paul Mac Isaac, the Delaware repair shop owner, turned over to the FBI. This is the alleged purported Hunter Biden laptop. It's been in FBI possession for a year. DNI, John Ratcliffe, chief intelligence officer, not Russian disinformation, it's real evidence. Um, it's been there for a year. We now know, even before the president was impeached, the FBI knew exactly how Hunter Biden scored his deal with Burisma. Important reading. I hope you enjoy it. Go take a look at it at justinnews.com. The story's there. We got all the original documents. You don't have to take my word for it. We've got the timeline. Uh, You've got everything we've got. There's no reason why it can't make sense for you. We hope it's helpful. We hope you enjoy it and that you um, uh, appreciate the reporting. And we're going to keep working on it. I suspect there are other big things ahead for us in the near future on the Burisma, Ukraine, Hunter Biden, China. Let's go on and on. Um, It's a burgeoning scandal. We know Hunter Biden's under criminal investigation for tax affairs, he says. Um, One of the things that I point out at the very end of the story, it's just one of those interesting tantalizing things. He says, hey, uh, I would love to connect China and Burisma together to get some natural gas business deals going, uh, but I haven't gotten any of that PRC money yet, meaning People's Republic of China, the communist government or communist China uh, businesses. Uh, That is written about four months after Hunter Biden, Joe Biden went on that Air Force Two trip to Beijing in December 13. A little bit of frustration. Hunter hadn't cashed in like he thought from the Chinese, at least at the beginning. Another interesting sentiment in these emails that mostly focus about Burisma. Uh, Dig in, read, enjoy, learn. A lot of facts. We want to be fair to everyone. We got to give Hunter Biden the benefit of the doubt. But these documents, if they get corroborated by the FBI, would provide the most clear proof today exactly how Hunter Biden was using his father, his father's calendar, his father's visits, his father's official business to try to close down his own consulting business. Pretty important stuff, I think. All right, we're going to go to that commercial break. When we come back, an extra special interview, long time sit down. We get some pretty quality time with... Peter Navarro, the trade and manufacturing advisor in the White House to President Trump, a man who weighed in with a very compelling, concise report about election irregularities, what makes conservatives concerned. Uh, He's here to talk about that, and he's got an interesting idea for the Georgia runoff. I bet that makes some news and stirs some waves today. We're going to go to that commercial break. When we come back on the other side, Peter Navarro, one of the president's most trusted advisors, will be here in the House on the show right off this message. 
All right, everybody, welcome to this special news report from Real America's Voice and Just the News. And if we're going to have a special report, we better have a special guest. And we've done that tonight. We have with us one of the most important advisors to President Trump, Peter Navarro. Peter, welcome to the show. John, great honor. I admire your work. Uh, you're one of the few people in the swamp here who actually tells <laughs> it right and does their homework, which Thank is you. important. Uh, we're lucky to have such a great team here at Real America's Voice and Just the News yeah. to back it up. So it's great. So you are a vice president on trade and manufacturing policy, been an instrumental voice on China, but you did something in your private time that I think has really served the public. We really want to focus on that, and it's got a great title. I started as a sports writer, so I remember the Immaculate Reception with Franco right, Harris. Right, indeed. But the Immaculate Deception is yeah. the name of your private report, where you zeroed in on all of the things that have come to light about election regularities. Tell us what motivated you to do it first. All right, let's, uh, let's go back to midnight um, on election day. Right. Uh, I'm watching as everybody else is watching, and I see President Donald J. Trump have an insurmountable lead That's right. in four of the battlegrounds. It's Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Right. Just big, big leads. That's right. Um, I also knew, because uh, talking to the campaign, that even though we were down by small margins um, in Arizona and Nevada, um, the pattern of voting was clear that, that we would, we would almost certainly take Arizona and we had a good shot at Nevada, okay? Right. Oh, good, we got this. Dead of night, uh, bad things start happening. The, the Trump red tide all of a sudden turns Biden blue. Right. And what we see is these large margins uh, curiously disintegrate into what are very small margins across these six battleground states. Yeah. And I looked at that and it just didn't smell right. My day job at the White House, I'm working on all sorts of good stuff for the people of America, the yeah, workers of America. Job, right? yeah. So a week or so goes by and I'm watching what's going on. I'm watching the coverage. I'm seeing uh, allegations uh, of fraud, misdeeds, whatever. Uh, I'm seeing the anti-Trump mainstream media, Times, The Post, uh, CNN, MSNBC, they won't, they won't look at this stuff. It's right. like, eh, nothing to see there. Yeah. Or, yeah, well, there might have been a little problem, but not enough to turn the election. That's, that was their thing. Right. And, and what's gratifying to me is that uh, there's this alternative source of news. Uh, Bannon's War Room, Raheem Kassam's The Pulse, right. John Solomon, <laughs> Just the News, yeah. Real American News Network. Um, is really laying down the receipts, really, really raising troubling questions. So uh, I, I did my Harvard thing. I'm a Harvard researcher. I got a Ph.D. in economics right. from Harvard. Uh, did a lot of legal uh, research because I was a regulatory economist. So uh, what I did was I spent about 10 days locked behind closed doors looking at thousands of documents, thousands of pages, uh, look at photos, videos, public testimony. Uh, and what I saw was this. Here, here's, here's our basic top line. You have a Democrat party which uh, developed a coordinated and conscious strategy to stuff the ballot box across these six battleground states with mail-in and absentee ballots. Uh, and they did it often by bending the law and sometimes breaking it. And this is, it goes way beyond fraud. What I did was distill 
this, this grand strategy of the Democrats to effectively steal the election from Donald Trump um, into one matrix. It's like one, one picture tells it all, really. Uh, and what you have across the top of the battleground states, Arizona, Georgia, right. Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Wisconsin right? right. Yep. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Down, down the first column, it's the six dimensions of election irregularities. Yeah, the first one is outright fraud. Right. That's stuff like bribery where the, you know, in Nevada, <laughs> they're right. giving cash cards to Indian voters. To right. Indian Indian voters. voters right? I yeah. mean, that's a felony. People yeah. should go to jail yeah, no, for that. that. I mean, yeah. that's that's flat out fraud. The, right. the, uh, the couple more cases would be um, fake ballot manufacturing at a large scale. So right. we're still wondering what happened at that State Farm Arena in Georgia in the dead of night. Uh, we don't have good answers for that. Yeah, We're we still don't. looking for that tractor trailer that went from New York to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania so that, right. that's kind of fr that's fraud, right? Right, right? So then you go to the next category. This is ballot mishandling. Um, one example of that would be what's called the naked ballot. Right. That's where a ballot comes in without an envelope, out of envelope. So you, right. there's no signature. You can't check it. Don't count it. Right. Well, a lot of those. Oh, we, um, saw, we talked to election observers. We saw many of those being counted. What's lot, up with that, right? A lot of them got counted. Yeah, no doubt. Um, third category, big category here, process files. In other words, the government uh, election officials would operate contrary to the way the law or the regulations dictate. So, right. for example, the consent decree in Georgia effectively wiped out any signature match. Yeah. Uh, illegal against the state law, bend the rules, and that alone, the, the amount of additional ballots that came in in absentee uh, that, that weren't checked for signature match, that alone was enough to wipe out the 12,000 vote uh, by alleged victory margin right. he has. So you right. got that. The fourth dimension is um, what we call uh, violations of the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. This is, John, this is when you treat a Republican voter, right. different from a Democrat voter, right. or a Republican poll watcher, different. So if you go into Wayne County, Thugland, this is Detroit. These are right. where the thug, these are first among equals in terms of observer abuses, <laughs> yep. harassment, right. intimidation, yeah, we throw people, people out, ignore subpoenas, put put board the windows uh, up, put right. board the windows yeah. up. You know that's 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 a pure. And then also um, in Pennsylvania, you had had a, a different uh, standard for ballot curing. So you were, the Democrats are curing their ballots, yep. the Republicans well, aren't, right. right? So you get that. Voting machine irregularities, that's like the Dominion and Antrim County, right. where, where, where they flipped the Republican yeah. County. Literally. But you also had in, in Arizona and Nevada, these two others, Novus and Agilis, uh, there, there were some really significant issues here. And then finally, you have these statistical anomalies, yeah. like uh, in Michigan. I just right. did an update to the Michigan report. 396,000 ballots possibly illegal. That's more than twice the Biden victory margin. Right. Um, but, but what you saw in Michigan was a, a, a drop in the middle of the night of 200,000 Biden ballots came in in the middle of the night. It's at 3 in the morning and at 6 in the morning right. versus only 10,000 for Trump. That basically wiped out the, lead. the Trump. Just yeah. just right there. Yep. Right. So the, that's the matrix. One matrix is worth 1,000 elections stolen. Um, and we'll, we'll get into the more granularity of it. But that's kind of the big picture. Yeah, it's a reminder. And the minute we have before we go to a quick commercial break, um, 
you talked about the Democrats having a strategy. I was on a phone call just before election uh, night where the Democrats said, listen, Trump's going to come in big and then it's going to go in reverse. And we're like, how do they know that's going to happen? Yeah. Do you really believe that there was a plot behind this, that this was orchestrated? Yeah, this is not tinfoil conspiracy stuff. This is more like Ed Rollins, Brass Knuckles, Lee, At uh, Lee Atwater yeah. stuff. But politics. the difference is they broke the law. They bent and broke the law. And in doing so, they're not just just stealing a presidency from Donald Trump. They're destroying the American democracy. Yeah, because too many people right now do not believe this was a fair election. We're yeah, supposed to be the polling, greatest democracy in the world. Polling shows that you, You've got to have fair elections. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you about how we get out of this mess, how we fix it. But first, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, more with Peter Navarro. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back from the break. And we're still here with Peter Navarro, one of the most important advisors to the president, but also a person who took all these disparate um, allegations and irregularities that have now surfaced in the election and made it understandable, put them into six buckets. We just went over that with him. Now we're going to talk about how do we fix what we found? Where do we go from here? Peter, you, you did a great job boiling that down. It makes sense. And now the question is, how do we solve this? First, what does President Trump between, do between now and January 6th to fight for his presidency? Five out of the six battleground states, John, that I described, surprisingly, have Republican legislatures, yeah. both chambers. Right. So one of the pressure points, clearly, is for these Republicans to stand up for the president and decertify those electors, or at least call for an investigation as quickly as possible. Right. Now, if you look at Arizona, for example, Governor Ducey, I mean, that guy, that guy has just let this country down. He's let the people of Arizona down. Um, the legislature out there, it's, it's a thin margin for it the is. Republicans. Yeah. But there has to be an understanding here what the bigger stakes are. And the other thing that, that I'm trying to do with the Immaculate Deception Report is, is to basically point out that these states are not alone. They, they're like, this is happening in, in five other states, right. okay? Yep. And so, so once you know that, you have a greater obligation. Yeah, strength of numbers. To, yes, to, because you're part of what essentially a Democrat party, I, I don't want to call it a conspiracy, there are no, but it's a coordinated strategy. So that's one pressure point. We have the courts, um, which have let us down. I mean, the Supreme Court should have held uh, that Texas case. They should have. They should have listened to that. Yeah. Um, again, you know, it's like pressure. The people of this country need to, need to put more pressure on, and that's why shows like this are so important to raise consciousness about. It. So you got a, a state legislature solution, and then finally, at the Congress level. Uh, they're going to be an opportunity to stand up and be counted there, and I think it's January 6th. Right. But I think that uh, Georgia, cesspool, as I said earlier, 
we got to move that election to February because everything that wow. I described so in my chart, you, you look delay at the that chart, race, you yeah. look at that matrix, right. every single check mark for yeah. those six dimensions, it, it is Georgia. a cesspool. Yeah. And they are they are doubling down on everything they did wrong in the first thing. So we've got to move that. Uh, I'd love to see some of these voting machines uh, basically seized mm-hmm. before they're wiped clean so that we can figure this stuff out. I mean, I, there, there's see, a lot of this stuff now, uh, you're hearing first-hand accounts or anecdotes, whatever, where you put a bunch of ballots through this machine over here three times, and you get three different answers. Yeah, and that's what we've lo heard. and behold, they tend to skew towards Biden, hmm. right? Yeah. So um, this is going to be this is going to be tough. But if we get to inauguration day, and we inaugurate an illegal and illegitimate president in the eyes of the public and based on the evidence. This is not going to be a pretty four years. Uh, and this whole idea, well, it's like we'll fix it later. It's like, no, 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 no. I think what's happened here is, is we've lost our soul in this country, at least part of it, where the media, the anti-Trump media, the Democrat Party, they've made this Mephistophelian bargain, right? It's like... Hey, ends justify the means. They hate Trump more than they love this country. It's like, yeah, we'll do what we need to. We're going to we're going to implement this strategy of stuff in the ballot box by any means necessary, even if it bends and breaks the law. And the the anti-Trump media is going along with that for the same set of reasons and emotions we that saw are this driving. pattern in russia we've we saw seen it. this ukraine and, impeachment and yeah there's no and there's kind of like the broken window theory here too because they're getting away with it i mean and then the, you got the censoring social media i mean yeah. what is this like like these guys they got these bots now it's like within a nanosecond if you if you tweet something yep. that says election in it up pops a twitter yeah. warning it's like what is that all about? Yeah. And YouTube's taking down videos. They are. They're deplatforming people outright. I they mean, are. what country? What country do we live in here? Yeah. And Facebook's hiring Chinese communist citizens yeah. to be part of their censorship team. Yeah, it's remarkable. So, and you think about what happened if you go into that last month when all the Hunter Biden stories were censored, and then we get out of the election, you find out. While that was being censored, there was a legitimate Justice Department investigation going on, and we couldn't tell that story because Facebook and Twitter were saying, and Jack Dorsey can say after, oh, it was a mistake. It was more than a mistake. It was an infringement of our it, free speech rights. And, it, it was a conscious effort yeah. to, to quiet us. Yeah. And again, what, you know, what country do we live in here? We're supposed that to be America, yeah. free expression, right? Yep. First Amendment rights. Yeah. Do this responsibly, and you yeah. should be heard. We yeah. do this responsibly. I mean, you're one of the best reporters there. Is you triple source everything. Yeah. From my point of view, what I do is, is I do the clean research. Interestingly, nobody ever like challenges me on the facts. I mean, oh, yeah. they, they haven't come out nope. and challenged me. When I wrote my, my book, The Coming China Wars, in 2006, well, well researched, well footnoted. Right. You know, so the only thing they could say is oh, he's a crazy China hawk. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yep. Guess what? Today, that yeah. book reads just like a government report, it does. number one. And number two, on page 150 of the paperback edition, it says China, communist China, is going to create 
a global pandemic that could possibly kill think, millions. I think right? we just experienced that firsthand. Yes. And I think uh, Joe Biden sings from that book a lot more than he did four or five years ago. He sounds much more like the China Hawks of uh, 2005 than he did uh, a few years ago. As you look at this, uh, wherever Trump v. Biden ends up, wherever the Georgia Senate race is, there are all these issues that have to be resolved. Uh, when uh, Jesse Jacob, the poll worker in Detroit, said, listen, for 30 days, someone instructed me to keep changing ballots and dates and manipulating the ballots. How do we build a system going forward that whatever happened in this, we get the right resources, the right eyes on this so that cheating and ballot stuffing can't occur going forward? John, I, I don't think we can fix it if we don't fix it before the inauguration day. Wow. I, yeah. I really don't. Because if it's sanctioned, um, it goes the, on forever. The horse is out of the barn. I yeah. mean, the, 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 the report, the Immaculate Deception Report, I call it the Navarro Report because I'm a private citizen doing it. The granularity of that shows the complexity of all the different things that, that have been done to yeah. do this. Yeah. And I, you, you, it's like going to be whack a mole. And if we don't put a stop to that, and ha have a come-to-Jesus moment about what the soul of this country is supposed to be, I, I, I believe that, that, that we will not have a democratic system that's going to function. It's wow. going to be as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's grim, it, it but is we can be, we can, we can, we got, we got, still got a month yeah. here. What's the most important month. thing? What's a, when you look, we got a minute left. What, what's the most important thing for the Trump team to accomplish between now and you know, uh, just after Christmas? What can they do to score a win that slows the momentum down for Joe Biden? Raise, raise public awareness so that there's enough pressure in Arizona and Georgia, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania for their state legislatures to act. I mean, we had uh, just today in Georgia... Uh, a report came out from the one of the, the, the key legislators. Yep. I mean, it was it was a microcosm of my report. It was. I mean, it just yeah. it went. I read that report. And I went down my report. Check, 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 check. Yep, 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 yep. Got it. Yeah, right. That is. That's what we need to do. Yep. Get we the public get, informed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt. And then those all makers will set up. The best well, we saw our here. first subpoenas last week. Michigan issued some yeah. subpoenas. You're seeing some activity in Georgia, excuse me, in Arizona, where they're challenging adult courts. There's things on the horizon we're all going to be watching for. Folks, to stay on top of this story, to learn more about Peter's report, go to Real America's Voice and justthenews.com. We keep you up to date all the time on the election integrity issues left over from our 2020 race. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where we're very grateful of all that you've been doing for us here. Some of you have sent checks in to donate to support our election integrity reporting. We thank you for that generosity. $5, $10, $25, $100. We appreciate every penny you've sent us because we know it's your hard-earned money. We're trying to earn your trust with honest reporting. We hope you enjoy that. Thank you for your kindness, your generosity this Christmas. Um, tomorrow, we'll have another special edition on Friday. I hope to do a little bit more uh, to call attention to some of the wounded and, and um, uh, 
killed warriors in action that Tunnels to Towers is honoring by paying their mortgages of their families off. More heroism was celebrated on Christmas Day together with a special edition next week on the show. Unless there's breaking news, I'll weigh in with any breaking news, but we're likely to go to some of our favorite shows of the year and let you listen. Maybe you didn't get into the podcast until this fall or uh, or just the last few months. We want you to go back and hear some of our favorite episodes, some of our favorite interviews, turn that into a, a best of week and celebrate what happened in 2020. But I promise you, if any big news breaks out next week, we'll do a uh, spot um, version of this podcast. If not, enjoy some of my favorite hits of the last year. And then we'll be back in full force right after New Year's Day. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, I want to ask God to bless your families and your friends and your fellowship, your plans for 2021. Hopefully we get back to some normalcy in 2021 with the vaccines and and, vaccines. America needs to get back on its feet as best as it can from this horrible China virus. Uh, I'm wishing you the best that this holiday season is filled with richness and blessings and family and friendship and uh, whatever we've suffered in isolation and business loss and revenue loss and difficult times we make up in the fellowship of our extraordinary friends and family. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We will be back tomorrow. One more edition and then we will Uh, Take a week hiatus on holiday unless some breaking news occurs. Do a best of and then we'll get you back after the new year. We'll be in 2021. Yes, 2020 will finally be in the rearview mirror then. God bless you. God bless America. Have a great night. We'll be back with you tomorrow.